big-breasted Jesus causes some controversy. A flat-earther couple tried to sail to the edge of the world and had to be rescued by a doctor. A mother of two who married a tree celebrates their first wedding anniversary. Yay! These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian that records inside a closet. You're listening to Weird AF News. A big-breasted Jesus causes some controversy. An advertisement from the National Church of Iceland encouraging children to attend Sunday school caused quite a controversy over the weekend. It depicts a big-breasted, bearded Jesus wearing a white dress and makeup, cheerfully dancing under a rainbow. (laughs) Big titty Jesus. Oh, he looks so happy dancing under the rainbow with his big boobs. (laughs) Big titty Jesus turns water into milk. (laughs) The ad was posted on the church's website and Facebook page, but was removed on Saturday. Oh, why did you remove it? That's terrible. It's a great, cheerful Jesus. Uh, This happy Jesus will continue to adorn Reykjavik House, though, for at least two more weeks. Peter George Markin, media representative for the church, recently told the media that the church believes it is a positive and natural for Jesus to appear to people in all possible forms. In that way, the church celebrates diversity. He did, however, add that the church understands the attitude that it ought to be cautious when it comes to the personification of Jesus. We know that not everyone agrees Christ should appear this way, and we do, of course, respect that. I don't know why (laughs) I made the church representative sound like an old Jewish man, but, you know, we didn't expect everybody to like the titties. He explained that more pictures of Jesus by the same artist would be used in the advertising campaign. Soon we'll be introducing more personifications where, for example, you'll see Jesus making a contribution to environmental issues. And you might even see Jesus surfing or playing beer pong. No, I'm kidding about the last two. But they, I guess they want to show Jesus in all sorts of guises. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, we really don't know much about Jesus, what he looks like. I mean, these, the jury's still out on some of these things. Um, and therefore, you know, if you want to have a little fun with Jesus, as long as it's not too offensive, I, I don't think. Of course, everything something's going to offend somebody. That's the problem. And one could make the argument that a big titty Jesus is, is offensive. I, I can see that argument. I can see it. But I'm going to be honest with you. I know men with breasts. I've known a lot of men with breasts. You know, I mean, if you eat a copious amount of Cheetos... For years and years, you're going to have breasts. I don't care what you are. But some people do find this offensive. Uh, The National Church issued a statement saying, The 2020 Assembly of the National Church regrets that the picture of Jesus in a Sunday school advertisement has hurt some people. The goal was to emphasize diversity, neither to hurt people nor to shock them. But the church assembly itself still won't apologize for the picture. They're quoted again. It's just as important for us to bring attention to diversity as it is to respect the opinions of those who don't like this representation of Jesus. Each person interprets something in the photo. Okay, some people interpret it as a trans Jesus, others as a woman. Some see Mary with a beard. Others see a genderqueer person. (laughs) A genderqueer person, what is that? A genderqueer person. Views within the church are just as diverse as elsewhere, okay? (laughs) Oh, it says 
She concludes. Oh, I was doing an old Jewish man uh, voice, and it's a she. My bad. My bad. Uh, what is a gender queer person, though? That's pretty. I've never heard that before. Then again, there's new words cropping up all the time. I'm just, you know, I, I might be a little bit behind on the on the new gender language. I admit that. I just don't keep, I don't keep up with it. And then sometimes I say something incorrectly, and then someone writes me to correct me. And it's not done with malice. I, I honestly don't mean any malice behind any anything like that. It's just, it's always a mistake, really, for me. I never intend to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, well, now that's not entirely true. Some people I want to hurt their feelings for sure, for sure. And I recognize, of course, that a big titty Jesus could be offensive to some older generations, especially. But I think the young people get what get what this is. And, you know, the churches right now are struggling for attendance. They're struggling to appeal to younger generations and they're trying things. And, you know, this might be something that they're trying to appeal to younger people. That's all I'm saying. And there's nothing wrong with that. Trying to get some people in to spread the word of Jesus. And uh, this is one of many tactics I'm sure they're going to be trying. And, you know, I wish them luck because not a lot of people are interested in Jesus these days. I should say younger people. And, and you know, this is just a generalization, but they're not. So, you, you know, you got to try things like this. You know, put titties on them. <laughs> okay. A flat earther couple tries to sail to the edge of the world, is rescued by a doctor. A flat earther couple from Venice believes that the edge of the world is near Lampedusa. In their quest to prove the flat earth theory and to see for themselves the edge of the world, they decided to sell their car and their belongings and buy a boat in Sicily to sail towards the edge of the world. However, the flat earther couple only reached the island of Eustica as they were rescued by a maritime doctor in a migrant rescue vessel. The couple violated some regulations during the lockdown, so they are now forced to quarantine, from which they have tried to escape on two occasions. In case you're unfamiliar with flat earthers, they are idiots who believe that the earth is flat rather than round, despite all of the scientific evidence, photos, videos taken by NASA astronauts, scientific explanations, satellites, etc., etc. They just don't believe it's round. I don't know how they keep believing that it's flat. I don't understand it. They think there's an ice wall that surrounds the earth on the edge of the world. Meanwhile, all the other planets are spinning. The, the moon is round as hell. I don't know how they can continue to believe that the earth is flat. I just, it, it just boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. I once had a two hour interview with a flat earther for a TV show I once hosted and I couldn't believe this idiot who, by the way, had a physics degree. I don't know how he got a physics degree and then came out of it believing that the earth is flat. And by the way, he has a flat earth meetup group. That means a bunch of people People once a week meet up in a bar and you know what they do they make fun of roundies they call us roundies the rest of us yeah they're laughing at us roundies because we believe the earth is round because we know we believe in science we believe in facts okay occam's razor and all that other shit and they believe the earth is flat and make fun of us can you imagine and just to let you know how stupid these particular flat earthers are that were stranded uh it says they were using a compass in their failed navigation something they should not even believe in or be using if they don't think the earth is not flat. Here's a quote from the doctor that rescued them, Dr. Sajichi. The funny thing is that they orient themselves with the compass, an instrument that works based on terrestrial magnetism, a principle that as flat, er flat earthers, they should reject. You heard it right there from Dr. Sajichi. They shouldn't even believe in a compass, yet they're using it. This is how dumb these people are. So dumb. They think the moon landing was faked. <laughs> they think the moon landing video was shot by Stanley Kubrick. I talked to him. That's what they think. 
This couple is not only out of their mind over the shape of the earth. Um, they keep breaking lockdown rules. It says they were taken into quarantine for two weeks in Palermo, which sounds like a nice vacation in Italy, right? Let's go to Palermo for two weeks. But it seems it didn't sit well with them as they tried to escape. And the port authorities tried to stop them, bring them back into quarantine. Then for a second time, they tried escaping. Again, were caught. Finally, they agreed to the two-week quarantine and no longer resisted. It says here the flat earther couple have since abandoned their quest to see the edge of the world. <laughs> no doubt they're blaming it on the quarantine, right? <laughs> they still believe it's flat. They still believe there's an edge to this damn thing because they're walking around with, uh, you know, 1340 brains. This this brings me to a question, and I want to pose this to you guys. Should we allow flat earthers to procreate? Should we? A, a flat earther couple? Because you know they're going to pass on their flat earth philosophy to the kid as well. They're going to try and turn this kid into a flat earther, you know, with their shitty programming. And then the poor kid is going to get messed up at school. It's just going to be a hard thing. I don't believe they should be allowed to procreate. And uh, I'm wondering if anybody else agrees. (laughs) Why Why not certain parents? Stop them. Just put a stop to them, okay? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Call the show, 646-450-2012. A mother of two who married a tree celebrates their first wedding anniversary. A mom who married a tree left her boyfriend at home as she marked her first wedding anniversary. Who's this crazy individual? Kate Cunningham. She changed her surname to Elder when she and the Elder Tree tied the knot. She said the pair are more loved up than ever and they have no plans to divorce. Yes, they have no plans to divorce. She knows exactly what the tree is thinking. She asked the tree. Do you want to stay married to me, tree? And the tree didn't say no. So therefore, she's come to this conclusion. The 38-year-old Kate said it was one of the best decisions she has ever made when she married the tree at Rimrose Family Country Park. September last year, she celebrated her first year of marriage with two friends. And some, those are real friends, I'm going to tell you right now. Those friends are real friends. You know, you got friends like, you know, I'll pick you up at the airport kind of friends. I'll help you move kind of friends. And then you got, yeah, I'll come to your uh, your wedding anniversary with the tree in the park and pretend I'm still your goddamn friend. I mean, that is loyalty right there. I'll tell, uh, and, and any of my friends that are listening to this show, if you ever, ever marry a cooler or some other inanimate object, I'm not on board. I'm not going to your wedding. I'm not going to your your wedding anniversary. I don't want, hey, Jonesy, come to the wedding anniversary of me and the shrub, Lily. No. Absolutely not. I'm calling a doctor. I'm telling your family. I'm, I'm doing something. I will not allow my friends to go down that road of crazy. So that begs the question, are her friends good friends or are they not good friends? Are they good friends because they allow her to perpetuate this fantasy and they go along with it? Or are they bad friends because they don't tell her to snap out of it? I'm, I'm assuming they haven't told her that. Maybe they have. I don't know. Maybe they can't just can't get through the Kate. You're probably wondering, how did Kate celebrate the first year of marriage with a damn tree? Oh, I'm so curious. Well, her two friends and her and some elder, elder flower champers, they left the boyfriend and two kids at home. She admits her 15-year-old son is a little embarrassed. A little a little embarrassed. Your son at school doesn't admit that you're his mother. I'm telling you right now, Kate. I'm sorry to break the news to you. The former teaching assistant admitted that she sometimes clocks up to five visits a week and will forever remain tree-voted. Tree-voted? Is this a word she's made up? 
Oh, the poor boyfriend. My goodness. She says, trees will always come first. They do keep us alive. She immediately knew this tree was the one and is regularly spotted climbing the branches. Climbing the branches. Here's a photo of her with flowers leaning against the tree. She looks very happy. She, she looks like a wood nymph. She said, I think getting married was one of the best decisions I have ever made. Yeah, easy for you to say you married a tree. Trees don't de- make demands of you. Trees don't argue with you. They don't want to cause fights. They have no mind to argue. They are so easy to get along with. She says, me and my friends went over to the tree and said hello for a small celebration a couple days ago. It was a little gathering with two friends where we raised a toast and had a glass of elderflower champagne. Not once have I thought that I shouldn't have done it. It's something that I feel like happened at the right time, the right time, despite causing a little bit of embarrassment for my son. He sees the bigger picture now, understands what it's for. It's something which has made me feel a bit more confident about myself. I don't care about what anyone else says. I don't care. I don't care. Marrying the tree has given me a new purpose. I've changed my name to elder. Ha ha ha. So even that gives me a whole new feeling. It fits in with married life as well. I feel like a changed person. I do. I feel like a changed person. Ha ha ha. Kate wore an olive dress and floral headdress as she said her nuptials with the towering tree last year. That's how that went down. If you're case, in case you're wondering what it's like for a human to marry a tree, what's the ceremony like? Well, apparently it was attended by dozens. And local musician and poet Davy Edgy, ooh, Davy Edgy performed. You know how Davy Edgy is. No, we don't. Who the hell is, who the hell is David Edgy? Kate has remained more loyal to her tree than ever, she says. I make sure to stop off, even if it's just for a five-minute wander. I like to just sit there and soak in the surroundings at the base of the tree, my tree. I like the peace and quiet. Often I like to talk to the tree. I say hello, and I thank it for you for the good energy. Thank you for your good energy. I feel like a stronger, better person that's more dedicated to the whole campaign than ever before. I just feel stronger from my tree. Here's a photo of Kate. She's not unattractive. She's not. She's a good-looking woman. That explains why she also has maintained a boyfriend. You've got to be good-looking to be married to a tree and keep a boy interested in you. you got to be really something. Kate has called for an annual Marry a Tree Day, and she encourages more Brits to wed their local shrubs. Oh, Kate, don't do that, please. Don't encourage us. Yay! This has been your Daily Weird Update. I am your host, Jonesy. This is Weird AF News. do 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 yeah, I did all that with my mouth. Is it impressive? I don't think so. I want to read a nice review I got. Oh, a lovely review out of Canada. Five stars from Canuck Shooten. I don't know if I've ever read this one, but it seemed new to me. Canuck Shooten wrote me a nice five-star review on iTunes. Love my cup of Jonesy in the morning. Hey, world, do yourself a big favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Mine is set up to automatically play as my morning news on my Google device. Yes, it's that easy. Where else can you hear the famous Florida Fridays news stories and be the first to hear when Jonesy drops a new hit song, such as Alligators Everywhere? For me, it's been eye-opening to learn about all the weirdness occurring around the world that you may be missing, especially while in quarantine. Jonesy is well-traveled and a master of accents. I now feel prepared to use these while traveling around the world. Thanks, Jonesy. Seriously, though, this podcast makes me start my day laughing which is better for you than coffee anyways which is better for you than coffee anyways yes subscribe download enjoy and then he he or she i don't know no i don't know who this is but uh posted funny jones on instagram yeah comedian jonesy on facebook look at this canoe shooting canoe shooting i can't even say it whoever you are whoever you are you're obviously a canadian and i love you so very much so very much got another review from chazzy m92 on uh, Apple Podcasts, Great Britain, I believe. Uh, Funny, great way to start the morning. 
I listen to this every morning after listening to the normal news, which can be quite depressing. Jonesy has a way to lighten the mood and make me laugh every morning. Thank you, Jonesy. You keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, ChazzyM92 from Great Britain. And I appreciate the review so very much. Five stars. Oh, yeah. Let me pat myself on the back. Oh, yeah. Jonesy feels good about the five stars. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Much, much love. Those were wonderful reviews from, from people that do not live in the United States. Gotta love my, gotta love my, my fans from other countries. Oh, the, the love is immense. And uh, I'm so grateful for all my fans, no matter where you are. Um, and I'm just so inspired that I just, I don't know. I think I might want to sing a song right now. I'm just really feeling it, guys. I'm in love with a tree. Oh, the way it looks at me. I like to climb it every day. I love it every day, every way. Oh, my tree, it never runs away. My tree's there for me every day. I'm going to marry this tree, going to marry this tree. Come on with me and watch me marry a tree. It's our anniversary, me and my tree. Anniversary, me and my tree, my anniversary, me and my tree, anniversary, I married a tree. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I couldn't help myself though, guys. That was something else. Um, those kinds of stories just inspire me, you know, they just really, they really inspire me. <laughs> you know what, I, I purposely left this in the outro so that... Um, you know, I like to leave a little Easter egg or a gem in the outro so that those of you who don't listen to the very end, you you, you just miss out on these things. <laughs> so those of you who listen to the very end of the episode, you got rewarded with <laughs> the Married a Tree song. I probably should record that for real uh, and put that out as a hit. I mean, it won't be a hit, but, you know, maybe I'll, give, I'll put it out on the Patreon. Oh, that reminds me. Join the Patreon, guys. Come on. The Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. Got some photos of my tattoos and what they mean. How about that? You guys want to see that? Oh, yeah. Um, I got a couple more to put up. And then I'm getting a new tattoo the end of the month. Um, so that I'll, I'll, I'll post photos of that whole process on there as well, I think. Patreon dot com slash weird AF news. That's how you can support the show by buying Jonesy a cup of coffee a month. Why wouldn't you? Don't you like R&B music about marrying a tree? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Follow me on Instagram at funny Jones. Tell a friend. Jonesy, Jonesy. It's Gus from Western New York, Rochester, New York, the Rochiggity Cha, Rock City. Yep. Um, I just wanted to call about that poop in the dishwasher. Now, I have had some many nights I'm a sleepwalker, and I also used to drink heavily. So I would urinate in many weird places. But when I was a child, I did defecate in the bathtub while I was sleepwalking one night. Um, if it weren't for my mother witnessing it, it would have been very confusing where that poop came from. So maybe they need to look for a sleepwalker in the family for the dishwasher pooper. Uh, yeah. Bye. Well, hello there, Jones. I'd like to, oh, this is Tito calling, and I'd like to thank you very kindly for giving us the stories that you do every week, especially on Friday for Florida Friday Story. And I heard the one you did about the woman who came into the sex shop or the adult toy store, as you like to call it. And she went into the back room and was trying out a toy for $46. And I can tell you that was probably the tenderizer. 
if it was $46 even. Anyway, she seemed to have taken a shirt in the back room with her, uh, a purple color shirt, and that was probably just to get herself into the mood a little more, a silky shirt like that, making her feel all sexy and everything. And she had her bottoms off, and she was sitting on the office chair and trying out the tenderizer, if that's indeed what it was. But for $46, I believe that's what it was. Anyhow, um, um, that shirt, they could probably... Uh, fumigate that or spray that with some Lysol spray or some other sort of disinfectant spray and put it back on the shelf. You know, that's, after all, that's Walmart. They, people are trying to unclose their old time, so I believe they could return that to stock. But as far as that office chair that she was sitting on, man, oh, man, if she had her naked skinky ass sitting on that chair, they need to add that to the police report and to put that on that with that $46 tenderizer because um, who that works there at that adult tote store is going to want to go back in that bathroom and sit on that office chair after she's had her skanked naked ass on that chair. I believe that if I worked there, I would never want to sit on that chair. There's no way that you could clean that thing to the point that would make me comfortable sit on that thing. You know, I would think about that every time I went and sit on that chair to go in that back room, eat, eat my office lunch or to go back there and, and do my office figures for the store for the day when I was totaling up the total sales. I, I could never get my mind wrapped around that sitting on that chair again if she had her naked skanky ass sitting on there. So I'd say whatever the value of that chair is, they need that to that, do that $46 and charge that to her crime activities as well. Total that up and figure out what that is and put that on the, the police report. Anyway, that's just my thought on things. This is Tito signing off.